The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash, and I like to think that we are all flawed. We are also fucking fabulous. Welcome to episode six. Hey, Cots. Hey, Ash. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, today we are getting in the swing of things because we had the fire story last week and that was kind of where we needed to begin the year. But yeah, it's such a depressing story last I week. I'm like, oh, I have cancer. You've got fire. Like, <laughs> no, problems are us, right? That's right. But we've been doing so much positive stuff behind the scenes um, for ourselves and I thought that it would be really awesome to share our 20 and 20. That's a play on the... 2020 year that we're in. So um, today we're going to be going through uh, the lists that we've made for ourselves and the different things that we have planned for the year. And we had to do it now because yeah. we've had a shit show at the start <laughs> of the year. So our well, year starts in February, yeah, guys. Yeah, Chinese New Year. We're <laughs> doing it then. But um, as we said last week, we always want to kick off with the angel cards and Quartz has already shuffled hers and one fell out. What have we got? I have Law of Attraction. Ooh, go. Um, each thought is an investment that pays immediate dividends. So divide, sorry, invest wisely. You have the power to choose your thoughts and align them with love, peace and harmony. At your request, we will gladly attune your energies to higher frequencies. The angels gave you this card as a reminder that the law of attraction can help you improve the situation you're inquiring about. Complaints complaints and worry only attract more of the same. So elevate your thoughts with the help of the angels to attract what you desire. Several times a day, imagine that the situation was presently healed and perfectly manifested. Feel gratitude that it is already so in spirit, which is the first part of attracting the material aspects of the situation. Additional meanings for this card. Think about your desires and avoid worrying or complaining. Rise up to the level of the type of person you wish to attract. As your spiritual energy increases, you'll find yourself less attracted to lower energies in relationships and situations. This is normal and the angels can help you deal with these endings and beginnings. I feel like once we get into today's episode, that yeah, card will I make know. a lot of sense. And I'm, like, seriously, I know that you must start. I need to, like, clear the energy with my knock and give it a shuffle. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I actually love how the cards keep working for you and I see the smirk on your face and you're like, I'm a non-believer, maybe. I believe just a tad. This is weird. Yeah, because it's been a while. I haven't done my cards um, yeah, in nearly two weeks. So for oh, me, okay. that's ages. I had kind of put a little stop hold on them because the last few messages that I had received are ones that I really needed to work on and I didn't really need to have my brain thinking about other stuff. Focus on service. I've had this one before. Have we had this on the... Yes. Do you want me to yeah. still read the full... Maybe just read um, the card. I'll just read and, the card yeah. because, yeah, it is the same. I think it was the first... Oh, not the first episode, but, yeah, yeah when we did the... Um, the spiritual one, um, focus on service. Your soul desires only to joyfully serve and to swim in a constant stream of bliss. This stream continuously feeds your everything. It feeds you everything you need. Put your entire focus upon staying in this stream of giving and receiving in every situation and in all that you do. Right. So, yeah, that makes sense to me because I like to do things for people all the time, but I'm also working on letting people do things for me. So the giving and receiving makes perfect sense to me. Very nice. All right, where do you want to kick it off today? Mm, 
we could start with the ones that we... We've kind of categorised our goals into yeah, like I think work we, and then... Yeah, I think we start with the shorter stuff. ones first so then we okay. can hone in on the, the other ones. All right. Okay, so in um, we categorise it into um, myself, work and dreams and family and friends. They were my three topics. What were your kind of... I mean, like I had a billion, but I'll fit them into your yeah. topics. That's fine. <laughs> um, so in the um, work and dreams, um, my number one was design and build the best HRG ever, which is obviously my business that burnt down. We're in the rebuild process. So there's lots of different things. And because we've had the the industry health epidemic, this is really allowing us to build like a state of an art, state of the art um, factory to keep all of our employees safe and working. Um, Number two, interview someone I admire. I'm not sure who that person is yet. um, First thing, (laughs) figure out who I admire. (laughs) Yeah, but because my growth is changing and people that I was following on social media, um, now I follow a lot of like people that are not within Australia or, um, you know, they're really high profile and at the moment being the, the little podcast that we are, um, I'm not really going to reach out to those people. So Oprah's not on the list? Well, or? she's on the list. The, the, I'm manifesting it, but it might take a little while to get the, the top dog on the show. Um host at least one seven-day retreat, which I went into um, that in a few episodes back, Um, complete um, my course that I've enrolled in, which um, is something to help me work on myself, and um, live and work overseas for one month. So That's I'd, an interesting one. Yeah, because um, the the way that the business has to downscale due to the fire, right now I'm really busy preparing everything, but come like six months' time, we're going to be operating at like a third of the size that we currently well, that we were before the fire. So um, keeping all of my staff employed, there's going to be probably a lot less for me to do. That for the June, July um, school holiday period, I would like to um, pack up the fam and um, go live in Bali for a month and take them um, travelling, but then also do some um, work and study over there. Oh, interesting. Have you ever been to anywhere for a long period of time? Uh, No. I actually haven't. Uh, the longest I've like travelled for is probably two weeks, but I moved like constantly yeah. in that time, and I actually hate travelling. Oh. I'm such like I like it. Don't get me wrong, but moving like when you're like, oh, I'm going to Europe, and for me, I've had kids every time I've travelled, so I go to all these places and I spend like three days here, yeah. then a ferry ride for six hours, and then a plane, and I'm like, I'm so tired. I just want to lie in bed, watch some Netflix, and I'm like, but you've got this amazing world out there that you should be looking at. But I'm like, I'm so tired. That's exactly what I'm like, <laughs> and I'm the worst traveller. I get the worst jet lag ever. I can never sleep on any kind of transport, so. I'm always so tired and just like dragging myself around in this great holiday. I'm the worst. Yeah. And I don't like sitting next to strangers. I always like make whoever's with me sit on like the other seat. And I I can sleep on planes. I actually think they put sleepy gas in the air before takeoff. I fall fall asleep before takeoff. What? That's gold. And then, no, but I get so scared in the takeoff, I wake up and then I've had my power nap and I don't sleep for like the rest of the trip. So... (laughs) But yeah, no, being in um, Bali for, um, and obviously teaching kids different culture, making them appreciate what they have because my kids are spoiled, which is my fault, but I'm really trying to like open their minds so they realise, you know, that there's a lot 
there's a lot of different ways of life out there and um, yeah and also taking them on a little they haven't really traveled themselves and I didn't travel as a child and I think that that's something that is actually important for kids to see different cultures in different places even though my youngest son only wants to go to America to go to Walmart that's his like life goal Oh my god! What's he seen to want to go to Walmart? Oh, you just everything and he, and and Amazon. He thinks Amazon's a place, like not the oh okay, yeah, the actual store, like the online store. Well, they do have everything there, <laughs> yeah, so, so I can understand that. Yeah, I actually, when I was seventeen, moved over to Europe for six months. Oh wow! Yeah, where were you based? Uh, England mostly. Yeah. So my friends all went on a gap year. Mm-hmm. And as I've said in this podcast before, I'm not huge on children. And so <laughs> usually when you do a gap year, it's like you go stay in a school and in a boarding school and look after kids. And oh. I was like, uh, i got to find something else to do. Yeah. <laughs> so instead I just went over there and just visited them all. And then on their holidays, like during the school holidays and stuff, we'd go to like, you know, Germany and yeah, like all Spain and all different places. And I have a little bit of family over there. So I just kind of like traveled around by myself some of it and then with some people during some of it as well when I was 17. I'm not sure how my parents like – allowed me to go no, when I was that's like amazing. so young. But it, so many people, more my friends moved to London and did that and I just didn't go. I was probably too poor um, to go and I had like a, like a, uh, I don't like the cold. So oh, okay. um, I was like, if you like moving to the Bahamas, I'll come. Like somewhere <laughs> where it's just like sunny and we're living on an island. But yeah, being like the, the, the darkness, the rain, I the see, snow doesn't appeal to me at all. Not when you live on the sunny Gold Coast. It's hard to give up. <laughs> Um, so for me, my work ones were a little bit different. So um, for anyone that I'm not sure how much I've gone into my story, but I own some businesses. So I don't think you've actually said too much on Yeah, here. so I own a business called Spin & Co with my brother, which is um, initially it started as a PR agency and now it's more it's of a brand. Yeah, so we yeah. do a lot of different things. Um, I also own this network that we're on right now, the Spin mm-hmm. Studio Thank Network, the podcasting. <laughs> um, and I'm a creative director for James Cosmetics, which is also owned by my brother and Emily Sky, who's um, a fitness entity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I work for them as well. So it's like kind of three busy. full-time jobs. Very busy yeah. girl. So um, for me, I really... Last year, so much happened. We had five new staff members start from August onwards. Oh, wow. So, and it was just like the busiest time of year for all three of the businesses. We started this business, I think, in August, September. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like also James's biggest sale period is during um, October, November. So it was just like everything kind of hit at once. Yeah. And so when that kind of thing happens, um, a lot of things fall by the wayside. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yes. you just don't have time to do everything. So this year is more for me to make sure that that doesn't happen. So mm-hmm. we kind of want to focus more on the small wins. Mm-hmm. So one thing that we do call that Sam and I, my my brother and business partner, is that we're always on to the next thing. It's like the next goal, the next yeah. achievement, and we don't take kind time. of take time. Yeah, yeah, and that's important. Celebrate, and then although, like I say to the staff, good you know, good work with the things that they do because I'm always just going, oh yeah, good work, good work. It kind of doesn't really mean very yeah. much. So I want to be able to kind of like take a moment and be like, no, this was really good, great work, you yeah. know what I mean, and kind of make everyone feel like they're getting their small wins recognised as well. And appreciated. Yeah. Like, you know, at the end of the day, everyone has a paycheck, but that's a given. Yeah. So to actually well, have... You know, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but then, you know, to actually have, like, your employer or your boss or your mentor, you know, pull you aside or in front of people and, you know, give you positive feedbacks means so much more. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we know Aaron's thing is quality time, so <laughs> I've got to find some time. And gifts. <laughs> 
Oh, that's sure so. Actually, it was his birthday last week, so he did yeah, get a gift. <laughs> he's got a gifts for now. He's good. Um, so I also I I believe a lot that sort of the person that I came th- from. I've done a lot of management stuff before I had my own business, and I've always been the kind of employee that treated every business as though it was her own. Yes. Um, and so I believe a lot in the philosophy of like upskilling yourself, no matter. Mm-hmm what you do. Obviously my degree is in PR and, um, but I don't have any qualifications in podcasting other yeah. than I'm like passionate about podcasting. Yeah. And so I want to make sure that I'm always upskilling myself. So I'm always listening to different kinds of podcasts. I'm listening to, you know, audio books to grow. And I think it's important to always be upskilling yourself in your job, no I matter, mean, you're like, yeah. I'm the boss. I and don't really need to, if I don't want even to. Even just in life. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be just for, you know, employment factors. It helps definitely to, you know, stay ahead of the game, but it, with yourself, like if you just don't do anything to grow or to better yourself, yeah, exactly. you just stay the same person and, you know, life's about change and growth. So. Yeah. So I'm trying to look into, at the moment I do a lot of um, books that I'm reading Yeah. and I really want to look into, there's something called masterclass.com and I, I've talked about it a lot with. Is that an my, app too? No, oh, it might be an app, but it's like an online course thing. I signed up to that like three years ago. Oh, really? And I'm still, because it's like a once-off payment, I think, and you yeah, like, and I just the get thing. the emails like every week. And I think I signed up because I wanted to watch Gordon Ramsay like <laughs> make this like chicken or something. And I was like, and then, so yeah. I so had, it has all different kinds of things. So yeah. it can be cooking or it can be learning how to be a director with Martin Scorsese yeah. or write a screenplay with it's, Aaron Sorkin and yeah. all different kinds of things. And, well, I need to log back in because yeah, there's probably well, give me about, a login, there's, Ash, probably, okay? <laughs> there's probably like 900 more videos on there because it was so long ago. Oh, yeah, ago. there's something. So there's stuff with like um, Annie Leibovitz talks about photography or Anna Wintour talks yeah. about like staying ahead of the game in your job. And yeah. so it's like all sort of people that are leaders in their area. It's amazing how much information is actually out there if you look. Yeah. Like, and it's very accessible and it has a very small price tag most of the time. Yeah. Some things can be super overpriced and I'm like, oh, you're greedy. Like yeah. if like a million people sign up, I to think that, that's like two hundred dollars for the year ish American, yeah. well, and you get access to everything, or you can pay like once off for one thing. Yeah, and it's, it's really not worth it for doing no. the once off thing. But that's something I'm looking into just because I it's hard because I don't want to commit to something unless I know I have the time to do it. And at the moment with everything I have going on and I'm doing all these audio books and all this kind of stuff, I do not have that time. So I'm looking at doing that sort of midway through the year. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing I want to focus on at work is not neglecting the things that I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. at work. So I have a tendency to um, let my own things sort of fall by the wayside. So for example, we work a lot in social media. And so I feel it's important that my own social media presence is sort of on par yeah. and represents that's the brand well. That's right, I struggle well. too. <laughs> Both I'm working like, on I'm like, yeah, I'm like the old social media, especially like for um, age demographic that, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot harder to reprogram yourself to expose your whole life on so, – well, parts of your life on social media um, for, yeah, just to like gain followers. It's not yeah. really what – I'm more about spreading a message and like yeah. Well, I want to spread my melanoma message yeah, too which is for people, super, especially in Australia. Too. Yeah, exactly. So. so that for me has been something. You know, I manage something like six to seven Instagram accounts wow. for businesses, and so it's like uh, at the end of the day, I don't have time for my own stuff. <laughs> yeah. I have all these other things I'm doing, so I want to focus more on that. And also, I have my own podcast as well that I do. Yeah. That's sort of about like celebrity goss entertainment, and it's always the last thing that we do at the end of the week, like, oh, quickly, what are we going to talk about? And I could yeah. talk about celebrity entertainment without any prep, but I want it to be better, Yeah, you know? So those are the kind of things I want to try to take more time to focus on that are to do with me and the business yeah. part as well. So that's yeah. my kind of business stuff, I guess. Yeah, no, we'll start making time for you. <laughs> um, 
in the next category, family and friends. Um, so I'll just read them all out because they kind of jumble all together. Um, make time for family and friends. Every week have an individual time with each man or boy in my life. Have a girl's day or night at least once a fortnight. Learn to say no more and explain why to the person. Um, and I have a, one that's in there that I don't want to say because every time I talk about it, something bad happens and then it doesn't end up happening. So that one's my little like personal one. So expand more on like saying no. So I'm obviously one of those people that someone will say something um, that's like missing in their life or and I'm like, I'll do that for you or and I'm happy to do it. Yes, like, I have experienced yeah. that myself. I was like, one of I was like, one of my goals is to meal prep. And you're like, I'll meal prep for you. I'm but like, I, Don't like, you have I, to cook for I me? enjoy doing that. So like that, that's sort of stuff. I'm already doing it, so that's fine. But then I have people that ask me to do things, whether it's socially or um, main, mainly socially for me, and um, I don't have the capacity in my brain to like just be social all the time because you know obviously I like to drink and usually if I'm going out with my friends that means drinking is involved and it's not like one or two wines it's like a lot. Hey with and me I barely drink so <laughs> yeah. I'm a good influence. I know you. you had water at dinner the other night I'm like I'll take another wine thank you. <laughs> I'll have um, But yeah learning to say no there's nothing wrong or rude with doing that and I think a lot of people are programmed that you know you have like you just like someone asks you to do something where you say yes or it's rude so learning to say no as for example the other day um it was Australia Day and um my partner had made plans for everyone to go to the park I didn't want to go to the park I wanted to go to Ikea but I had friends that were coming to the park and they were kind of like oh you know like you know I felt like they thought that I was just like shunning them Okay. And so I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I actually um, wrote the um, the text like, nah, I'm not keen. And then I thought about it for like 20 minutes. I'm like, no, I need to explain myself better because that wasn't really a re- reason why. You don't have to give everyone a huge reason. But when I wrote back and said, I've got a lot going on at the moment. Like I'm really trying to focus on, you know, my health and my business and building that up. I, you know, the putting myself in that situation where I may, you know, get drunk doesn't eliminate just that day. It then takes away the next day because I'm hungover and I want to eat pizza and lie on the couch and watch, you know, a binge watch a series. Not the most productive use of my time right now. So when I wrote that back to her, she was like, I'm proud of you for saying that and thank you for telling me. Oh, that's good. And I was like, oh, yay. Like, honesty. Wow. Who would have thought? (laughs) Rather than just being like, nah, not keen. Like, I'm just trying to downplay it. But I had so many reasons as to why I was saying no. Um, With the individual time for each man and boy, obviously that's talking about the men that are in my house. And um, because I work a lot, now I have the podcast going on and then I'm trying to spend a lot of time on myself. I don't want those things to slip. So I've started, um, Eden and I usually go on a date night once a week, whether it's like for a massage or an ice cream or out for actual dinner. Um, And then the boys, the kids were kind of always falling behind. I was like just doing like, the routine stuff with them I wasn't actually having that like quality interaction with them so and because the, they're so close in age I was just like lumping them together and doing the same thing with all of them which involves like if Carter's being naughty well then I'm spending more time on him screaming at him and then you know this one's doing that so they're not really getting that like one-on-one um, quality time so I've started in the mornings on the weekends or in the evenings with dinner because I love cooking and that's probably one of like, you know, I don't want to ride motorbikes with them and all the things that they're into. So 
bringing them up into the kitchen, explaining what we're making, getting them to help me cook it. And they're loving it. They've got their little stool that they bring around the kitchen. They get all the stuff out. So um, that's how I'm planning on spending time with them because it's also something I enjoy and that I'm regularly doing. So I'll actually keep it up. And then making time for family and friends, um, that's not really in a social aspect as such. It's more checking in with them. Um, you know, a nice message or, you know, just even a phone call. I'm really slack with that. And like, I'm like infamous throughout my family and extended family. Like I've called her like three times and she hasn't called me back. Like what's wrong with her? And I'm like, don't call me at 1130 AM. Like I'm working, like call me like after dinner, after bath time, like, or, you know, plan a call. And I know that's my schedule. I know. And that sounds so bad that I'm asking my family to like schedule time in with me. Um, so I need to work on that better that I'm like, yes, I can take that five minute phone call now because I like I forget by the time I get home and then too much time's passed so yeah you have a different side for your um for friends section and social life than yeah. me I'm trying to turn it down a notch I'm trying to turn it up ramp it up <laughs> so for me I don't have a problem with saying no like I, I think I say no too often to be honest <laughs> um and I'm just that, like is that like a lazy like cop out like um, too hard basket well I guess it's like I I'm like a real homebody yeah and I'm, I'm quite like a strong personality I guess where it's like if I don't want to do something like peer pressure means nothing to me yeah even when I was younger it's like no I don't want to drink I don't want to yeah. take drugs it's not for me you know I don't, I've never had a cigarette like I've never yeah. had that pressure I don't feel that yeah which is um, good and so if people invite me to an event I'm just like don't want to go I just I'm not gonna go so I don't yeah. need to say no but um Sometimes I say no because like it could be confidence or it could be like, oh, I'm not sure if it's for me or like I'm not cool yeah. enough for that or like whatever. And so some of those things I should say yes to more. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, for example, I was thinking about this like last year. So obviously when you have like a cancer thing, you think about like life yeah bucket lists and what yeah, are you doing and all that kind of stuff. And I did and that so, too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, I could just drop dead tomorrow. Yeah. So it's like you think a lot more about that kind of stuff. And one of the first things I did was like every time I was invited to something, I was like, oh, I could drop dead tomorrow. Like, yeah. let's go to it. And one of the things was like two girls that I work with, they're like really cool kind of girls, like way cooler than me. And they had, um, they invited me to their Christmas party. And normally I would be like, absolutely freaking not. Like, <laughs> I do not fit in in that crowd. That's not my vibe. I'm way too old for that. But I was like, you know what? No. Like, Yolo. I'm going to go. Yeah. And like, it was fun. It's, it was, I wasn't there like the whole night or anything, yeah. getting down with them, partying crazy. But I still went and like saw them and had a drink and like did had a good time. Yourself? Yes. Had yeah. a bit of a dance. Yeah. And um, then left. So I still did it within like what makes me happy. Like yeah, if I'd gotten completely drunk with them and acted crazy, that's not my personality. And that yeah. would have been going against like kind of who I am. And then like regrets the next yeah, day. And like, God, what no. did I do? <laughs> exactly. I had just also had my surgery like the day before. Right. So I really couldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just those kinds of things that I'm trying to like do a little bit more and make more kind of friends and the friends that, cause I'm, I have friends my friends have had for a very long time. It's I don't have a lot of like newer friends in my mm-hmm. life. So when you have friends for a really long time, for example, my, three of my closest friends I've known since I was in grade seven, mm-hmm. um, you can catch up once every six months and it's enough because it's the same. They're your yeah. family essentially. Like yeah. you don't need that catch up time. And I'm pr- very good at like phone calls regularly and messages regularly. Yeah. I'm very good at that. So I always feel like I'm with my friends all the time yeah. anyway. So um, I 
tend to then not do heaps of social stuff because it's like, oh, I saw them recently and I talk to them all the time. So I don't feel a need to constantly catch up with them. My other best friend works for me. So it's like, I feel like I see her every day, but it's like a totally different relationship at work than it is, you know. And a suggestion that you made to me, which is like so good for me with my friends because um, I don't know if my mum would be able to figure out how to use this, but the Marco Polo app that you shared with me, um, my friends are loving that and I have friends that live overseas and we're on different time zones. So um, it's like a video messaging app. I call it Snapchat for old people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I don't even know. I class myself as an old person. (laughs) I actually don't even know how to use Snapchat, like what it actually does. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this Marco Polo app, I strongly advise for anyone that has friends living overseas that they don't always have time to FaceTime and they just get back to you for anyone that's busy. Like you and I I love the story all the time. What is it called? Marco Polo is all the time. We call it MPs. Yeah, MPs. See, I'm MPs. (laughs) So, but yeah, and so we just like check in with each other when, and then we've made some groups where we're all talking to each other. So then we're not repeating ourselves a hundred times. And yeah, I've definitely, that's been like the find of 20. 20 for me so far in my, in my communications. So, yeah, have a look on um, – well, I don't know if it's on anything other than an iPhone, but – I'm um, sure there'll probably be an Android. Yeah, but that um, that's really fun, that app. I like it. Um, for me, making time for family is not really something I need to focus too much on. I work with my <laughs> brother and my parents. Yeah. Um, I um, have employed both my mum and dad. So I see them a lot and I do see my – we're big on like family dinners yeah. and doing things together. So that's really not something like, – and I, I could do less of that to be honest. Yeah. I see them constantly. And I work with my brother also and um, his um, partner is so beautiful and she's like from really um, – like big family and they always like want to hang out and stuff like that and we're just not like that but when we're all together and she's planned something it's beautiful and it's amazing but like actually like getting something that one that we're all free to yeah. go to but we're so See, all, I know like, my family's free because I've employed them <laughs> so it's like I know you've got nothing on well we're like independent family members like we're family but like we don't like rely on oh, okay. each other too much if that makes sense yeah. so yeah we we need to work on that a little bit more because i'll be like i just saw you for like five days straight it's the weekend i don't need to see you again that's what my brother's <laughs> like with me he's like i've seen enough of you but my parents <laughs> always like let's do more <laughs> yeah i'm sure they are i think that's pretty much it for me with like family and friends it's yep. just like get out more and do more stuff basically for me yep and then the last category that we had was um, ourselves and things that we wanted to set for ourselves um, and work on. So my number one is to continue to grow through reading, audio, education and workshops. Be assertive with kindness and clarity. Be conservative with money. Invest in myself, not in material objects. Attend regular meditation and yoga classes. Find a form of exercise I enjoy and keep at it. Drink more water. Limit Uber Eats to once a week. Wear my Invisalign. Reduce wastage and be mindful of plastic and listen to the universe. So let's break those down a little bit. So the number one that like workshops and growing, we're doing that now. Yes, I'm so excited. We have such a fun weekend planned. We are um, Amber, who was also in the Love Love Languages Languages episode. Um, Amber, Courtney and I are headed down to Sydney on the weekend and we are going to um, Gabby Bernstein's Super Attractor Workshop on Sunday. But we're also having a little bit of spoil time while we're down (laughs) there too. So killing two birds we are. So uh, those that don't know um, Gabby Bernstein and the um, super attractor, she's big on spirituality, manifestation, and they're definitely areas where 
we're all interested, but we still have that like pragmatic brain attached to yeah. ourselves where we're Is like. Is Amber pragmatic too? She um, comes from a huge HR background. Okay. So while she's open-minded and still into it, she has that kind of like formal trained okay. brain. Um, wonderful, beautiful people person. But it's just that um, – and she's obviously had things in her life too where it's chipped away at her a little bit and now she wants to take that time for herself and work on things. As your kids kind of get older too, your time frees up. So, yeah, um, I think it would be a really nice weekend for all of us to go down there and see what we can attract. <laughs> so I'm excited but I'm also terrified. So one thing that we well, talked about in the last podcast was we have issues with manifestations. Yes. So I think we should tell that story okay, now. Okay, you tell yours first. <laughs> okay. So I've as as I've said before, I'm very like pragmatic and it's like the glass isn't half empty or half full, like it's just got water in it. You know, it's just like <laughs> That's how it is. And I'm not to that degree. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely on like the optimistic side where I always like see the best in the situation, but I still like have that in I don't re- usually express it, but when I'm alone, that's when I kind of be like, fuck, like yeah. this is bad, like why is this happening and I kind of want to get rid of that. Yeah. So I have been trying for many years to get more into like manifestation and like visualizing goals and like everybody says that you have to write them down and have them in front of you all the time. It's like the number one thing for goal setting. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to do a vision board. And so I bought the board and then months went by and did nothing with the board, of course. And then I was finally like, no, 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 I'm going to do the board. And so then I like printed out these pretty pictures and pretty quotes and sayings (laughs) and like put up my goals. It took me ages to do it because obviously I want it to be as perfect being a perfectionist. And um, And you like got to share it with people. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I did like, you know, the picture of the car that I want and the house I want to build and like the weight I wanted to be or like all the different things, places I wanted to travel, photos of personality traits that I wanted to sort of have more of. Anyway, so I put that up, put it on the back of my door in my room at that point, I lived in a house with like other people, so I wasn't in like a shared space. And so I put it on the back of the door and every day I'd have the door closed or whatever because you're in a house with other mm. people. So it would be like quite visual for me all Go the time. A pod. Yes. <laughs> so then a few days after that happened, I got diagnosed with my first melanoma, mm-hmm. right? And so I like was like, oh. That wasn't on the board. Yeah, that like, was not on the board. I was manifesting good health, but like I need to be more specific. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I then changed the vision board just a tiny bit and added like good health. And I did like mantras and things like that yeah. where it was like the before, because obviously there's like a period between when you get diagnosed and having it cut out and whether it's more serious and all that kind of stuff. And so I'd be like manifesting like, you know, it's my body, my body is mm-hmm. healthy. There's no cancer, like visualizing the cancer leaving, like all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so they chopped the cancer out and I'm all fine. Cut to, um, I move out of my house in February and move in by myself. So I'm no longer at that house. It was I was living with my brother and his friend. Um, and so I moved out, but because the vision board was on the back of the door, I didn't remember it. I didn't take it with me. Like when I left the room, the door was open. And so I didn't think anything <laughs> of it. And then I went back to Sam's house like months later and was like, oh, the vision board's here. I need to get it. So I went upstairs, grabbed the vision board, pulled it off the wall from its three M tape, whatever it is, yeah, the Velcro sticky stuff, pulled it off and then I went home and put it in like my lounge room, just leaning against the wall in the lounge room. Like I hadn't put yeah. it up, but I just put it there because I need to like get the stuff to put it up. Anyway, so then bam, two days later, stage four cancer. So we're so I so literally vision boards came and home and I was like, that's out. <laughs> Mom, take this to the, tr- the tip right now and take it to the dump, mm. like get it out of here. Um, and then... Obviously, then I know I'm starting my immunotherapy. So I'm starting all of these courses where I'm like visualizing and I'm 
lying in bed visualizing the cancer leaving my body and getting myself yeah. ready for my immunotherapy, la la la, gets immunotherapy and it's canceled because now I have to go through fertility treatment. <laughs> so I was just like, I I don't want to think positively. Like, no. Then I um, am like, I'm being positive. I'm making this decision to save my eggs in case I want to have children. Like being all positive about it, bam, the drugs aren't working. I'm not very fertile, it turns out. So it's like, <laughs> okay, all right. And then so at that point, I kind of am just like, I need to prepare myself that this isn't happening. I'm probably, the drugs are not going to work. My stomach doesn't feel like anything's happening down there. I'm done with this. I'm preparing for myself. I'm going in on Monday and they're going to say, we're going to just start the immunotherapy because there's no eggs. And I was just like telling everyone, like everyone's saying I should be bloated and feeling uncomfortable. I'm not feeling anything. Nothing's happening. This ship has sailed. I'm not having kids. Definitely. Get in. Actually, it's working. I'm like, what? So I'm a little bit ahead of you in the audio book for the super attractor. Okay, all right. And like, so when you were telling me this the other day and I was like, oh, shit, maybe she's right. And I'm like, am I wasting my time on this stuff too? I'm like, oh. I'm just and scared of yeah, it. Yeah, but it's – um. There, like she, when you get to it, it will explain it more. But it's so you, what you are physically saying is one thing, but what you are thinking okay. is another. So it's like this reverse that you can like um, manic manifest. So the things that you actually, your fears inside are what you manifest. Okay. So anyway, if she goes into more detail. She's the pro. I'm still like learning. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So I like, might drop dead next week yeah. after this whole <laughs> conference. So if I got here, you well, know what's happened. Like, and not to be completely vulgar, but I like used to have quite a few arguments with Horn, and I used to be like, "You are a dead man." And, like, obviously he died. So oh. I'm, like, I'm not saying that that was, like, my fault. But, but it like, plays on I, your mind. Yes. And, like, I would say it in front of people too. Like, so, and then they're kind of like, yeah, I didn't want to mention that. And I'm like, yeah, well, don't because I'm already paranoid about enough. So then there's been another thing that I don't want to talk about that I literally made a joke about something and then that happened. That was also a very big incident in my life recently too. So... Yeah, I, I feel you on that um, and um, it's hard to when you've grown up a specific way and this is obviously a, um, in the um, Gabby Bernstein book, she talks about how she like reached out to like this editor and wanted him to like publish a story about how all the girls in New York are changing from, um, you know, the meatpacking and uh, area like in cocktails and going clubbing to like yoga and green juices and the um, he came to her house like three years later after this vision board that she'd done and the article that she inspired her to have her like way of life he wrote and oh, he weird. she was like yeah it's on my vision board I love this banner about this and he was like I wrote that article and she had like no idea and I was like that is just like some things we know we've been through that you can't yeah. like deny but we, yeah. we shall see so I'm going we're going like like really in like yeah, we're paying like, for an expensive conference yep. we're flying to Sydney so like I couldn't go further into this no. so if this stuff is a jinx we will know by the end of we'll, this we'll update. And, like, I'm, like, I need to listen to the whole book before we get there because I want to know it. So when I was flat packing all my IKEA stuff, I had my AirPods in and I'm, like, and the kids are trying to talk to me. I'm, like, I'm listening to something. Find another person. I'm being positive. Get away from me. Pretty much. I'm manifesting you to piss off right now. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I got through a big chunk of it. And the more that I'm, like, listening to it, the more I'm starting to understand it, where it was just kind of a word for me for a little while and it just meant be positive and yeah. do this. But there's actually a lot more to it. 
So you also touched on meditation and yoga and that's something else we're doing yes. collectively. So and share we, your meditation thing. Yeah, so um, we are de- I spoke about it in a previous episode, but it's coming up again before, um, like after this um, episode airs and I'd really love everyone to go to the um, Deepak Chopra and Oprah 21-day meditation experience. So we it can starts all- on the 2nd of Feb, yeah, I think. Yeah, 2nd of Feb. So that might be 3rd of Feb in Australia because that's American dates, maybe. Well, yeah, it... it uh, as soon as you register, it gives you all this information and then you have a daily inbox about what it's about and then you've got the app. And so I would love everyone in like the community of trying to, you know, try new things to sign up to do that and then, you know, have a chat about, you know, how they're finding it. It does go for half an hour. I did used to do it in oh bed. God. I know, but it, it's really good. And I used to do it in bed and fall asleep. But now because I have my sauna, I'm going to be doing oh, it every morning in this sauna. <laughs> How fabulous. I'll just turn the aircon off in my apartment. (laughs) So I'm going to change it from nighttime and actually try and stay awake from the whole whole for the try and stay awake for the whole process and centre myself to actually listen to it, clear my thoughts and all that, because it's a lot harder than it like appears to like meditate. Yeah, I've never done that kind of thing before, so but if anyone can get me to do it. It's Oprah. Yes. So. And like, and Deepak, like he, oh, he yeah, sure. he's <laughs> him too, but his message is really good. And he's, um, I think he's like a physician, like he yeah. started. So he has like a lot of insight to the body and all of that. Um, Uber Eats is a huge one for me. I literally um, don't even want to disclose how much money I spend on Uber Eats. Uh, and I could have probably had a house deposit in the past year. So, oh my gosh, yeah. I used to be really bad, but midway through last year, I sort of completely redid my whole food and where I yeah. eat things. Um, and I've really cut back since then. So it's been pretty good. But my, my focus is more meal prep. Yes. I have a lot of issues with going to a worst every single day and yeah. buying what I want. And then I have a lot of wastage because I'm single. Yes. And so, and I, I have a really bad problem with not wanting to eat the same thing a few days in a row. Yeah, you need to so train need to, your brain yeah, with that. I need that. to figure that out. And so yeah, because if it's just prep. there and it's ready, you eat it and you're like, in winter it's so much easier because of soup. Yeah. Like soup. I don't just like the, the soup. You don't like soup. <laughs> not into that. No, no. Oh, what do <laughs> I you need eat? I potato-based, okay? Like, <laughs> well, potato and leek soup, I don't know. But like soup is the bomb. We used to literally eat it at work and put the air con on like 16. <laughs> I just during don't really summer, do. so we could eat soup for like during the summer and be like, it's our skinny girl I don't diet. really do like seasonal eating. Like I just eat what I feel. I don't know. I know, I'm but if it's 31 degrees outside, you don't feel like a hot soup. Oh, no. Like, no that's so true. that's why we would flick the aircon on and be like, yeah, we can get through this soup. Like it's so cold outside. Well, um, so I had completely changed my diet to being more protein based, yeah. but the immunotherapy now, there's a lot of evidence to show that high fiber mm-hmm. is um, a big thing thing that helps with immunotherapy so I have to completely redo my whole diet around that so yeah. that's what I'm going to try to focus on. There's a lot on. on your list. Yeah. Yeah. And like exercise and is something that I have to do and I never have done and I hate so I'm yeah. I, we've got on the list yoga yeah. but I said to you like everyone that knows me is like you're not going to be able to quiet your mind so I was like maybe we'll try yoga and then we'll just go to boxing. Yes. <laughs> it's all about balance yeah, because I love like boxing too um, and yoga for me is like the one I can't do. Like I'm as flexible as a stick. I couldn't touch. <laughs> I could not touch my toes, even if like someone was oh, assisting really? me. No, so I'm quite. I like. I can touch my toes. I'm quite no, flexible in that way. I'm like miles off, like a thirty centimeter ruler off touching my toes. Do you remember the bachelorette party when I was putting my feet behind my head? Do you remember that party? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would snap my spine in half if I tried to do that. 
gosh. Or, um, and then my Invisalign, this is the second time I've had Invisalign because I never wear it and I don't have it on right now because I took it off before we started recording because I can't speak properly with well, it on. It's hard when you don't have your mum or dad saying, I paid a fortune for that, I put know. it on. It's But it's like really hard to keep it on because you can't eat with it. Like when I had metal braces, it's like my teeth have a mind of their own. Like they just want to go back to being the way that they were. It doesn't matter what I do. They're like, go back. But, um, yeah, so the metal ones you could just eat, 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 and it's fine. So the Invisalign, I want to finish that because I only needed to wear it for three months last time and now I need to wear it for 56 weeks. So I've really missed the ball oh, wow. on that. That's my punishment for not wearing it the first time. So 56 I need, weeks? I know, and specific. I have elastics this time too. They oh like put bolts in my like jaw. and I'm like, oh, Tell me okay. this, how much is this Invisalign kind of stuff usually cost? Eight and a half thousand dollars. Holy shit, that's yeah. a lot. You better it's do like it. It's like three quarters of my boob job. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my teeth. I'm like, so I know, oh I gosh. need to focus on But it's it. like a... If you had, if you just went and got braces, how much would they be? They're cheaper, Well, they've right? caught up now too. So I've had braces. When I had braces, they were five and a half. And then my beautiful children, when you're pregnant for some reason, your teeth move. So they oh. ruined my braces teeth. And then they also ruined my boobs. So when I was finished with them, I got new boobs. And then I'm like, okay, now I need to get new teeth again. So, well, same teeth, but fix them. So, yeah, kids are expensive in more ways than one. But, yeah, so Invisalign is a priority. I'll see you next year when they tell me I've probably got another 20 weeks to go on them from not wearing it again. And I think the um, drink more water, obviously that's a given. But for me, I get kidney stones. They're like the the most painful thing in the entire world. So um, as long as I'm – it doesn't actually have to be water, the doctor told me, like any fluid. So I'm pretty good with the balance of the water and the wine in like the filtration (gasps) of the kidneys. But um, I'm trying for more water to be – I used to drink so much water that the doctors told me that I had to stop drinking I so wish. much water. Like I need one of those like beer hats with like the water <laughs> and the straws just so it's always there because sometimes I can go all day without a sip of water. Like oh my I gosh, no. I wouldn't even think I'm like, about it. get me water quickly. Like yes. I need it all the time. Since I don't I've drink anything else. started drinking, I've gotten better. And like there's this little um, sign in my um, sauna that says um, dirty water out, clean water in. So I just oh, keep okay. telling myself, okay, I'm sweating. I've got to put it back. I've got to put it back. And um, the last one I think everyone can do is reduce wastage with few as food and then be mindful of plastic. Yeah, that's what I need When to I was too. meal prepping, I used to just buy the little like Chinese takeaway containers and just throw them out. And then I'd buy like 50 pack and I'd go through them like every three weeks because I was meal prepping for like I'm everyone. bad with the Glad bags, you know, the Ziploc. Yes, I'm yeah, bad with those. Yeah, I, I bought the Sustain brand one and they're oh, like okay. made of wax paper. They don't work. So I oh, tried. Okay. I'm back to Glad bags. <laughs> like that's just a non-negotiable. But yeah, I went out and bought all those actual reusable plastic Oh, okay, like Tupperware kind yeah, of Tupperware thing. Yeah, Tupperware for, um, yeah, that. And obviously I'm trying to take my water bottle everywhere so I can just fill it up places instead of being like I need a drink I have to buy another bottle I'm that person now that is putting bottles into the into the ground all the time oh okay there you go (laughs) yeah I have my bottle here as well we changed from the office to like a water cooler thing some time ago so that's helpful yes everyone can do their bit and yeah I'm really excited for the weekend 
So am I. And what we learn and um, everyone can watch our stories to see what sort of interesting things we're getting up to. And for the With Love Ash segment this week, we are going to be giving away the $250 Visa debit card again. And we are hoping that people use this to better themselves, whether that is through signing up to a yoga class or the meditation experience. Or, well, that's free, so you don't need to use the money for that. But yeah, doing something positive with the money. Do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. I think that pretty much sums up. I have other things that were like stop biting your nails, but I don't think anyone's interested (laughs) in that really. So we'll we'll pass on those ones. Well, thanks for tuning in. And if you like today's episode, please go over and rate and review and jump on over to With Love Ash. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ash. And remember, we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at Love Ash.